Money FM 89.3, the best of your money. Money FM 89.3, good morning, it's me, Danko, keeping you company on your money. And it's time for that segment, the Investment Bites segment with the one and only founder of Dividend Titan, Willie King. Good morning, Willie. Hey, Hey then. Hello. <laughs> All right. Uh, good so far. We are cl- coming close to the weekend, so hang in there. But uh, on today's uh, topic of investment bites, we're going to be covering all about diversification. And we're going to talk about what it means to have a diversified portfolio. Because we know how important it is to have or implement diversification into our strategies, right? It helps to create you know, a mix of various investments within a portfolio and help you to manage risk as well and limit your exposure to a single asset. So, Willie. First things first, why not talk to us? When we talk about diversification, what kind of assets or what, aside from just stocks, what are we looking at here? Yeah, so very interesting then because just before we got started on this um, segment, yeah. we, we were just talking about building passive income and having like different sources of, of, of income, right? Yes. Like on one hand, you know, you you can get income from your full-time job. On yeah. the other hand, these days, right, you can actually get income from elsewhere like investing or creating your own digital products mm. or you can also give your own uh, music lessons as well. Yeah. And it also re- relates to investing as well. Like when you're talking about building a portfolio, you know, okay. you don't just want to invest in just one or two stocks or just a couple of handful of stocks, but yeah. ideally you want to have a basket of, you know, um, different stocks um, across different sectors, across different countries. And the reason why so you know maybe I just get on to the whys because when you come when it comes to investing different businesses different stocks even different sectors they tend to actually behave um, very differently in certain periods mm. say for example one sector could be outperforming one um, one one sector could be outperforming yeah. um, the other while it underperforms you know um, another sector in different periods. Mm, very interesting. Okay, yeah, I like that you pointed that out, you know, about the time frame of and, and how stocks perform in different time frame, frames as well. So in, in the name of diversification, we're just going to stick to the stock market for today, right? And let's talk about what it means to have a diversified portfolio. What constitutes or how do we consider a diversified portfolio diversified. Yeah, so <laughs> this this is a very good point you, you actually just raised up there because just a couple of evenings ago, I was actually speaking in a webinar together with um, the Singapore Exchange Academy where I also talked about um, how to build a diversified dividend portfolio. So yeah. I, th- I think it's very important here because it really depends on, number one, your 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 age cycle, so where you are in your life cycle and mm. the amount of capital which you have. So typically, um, as the, your capital actually starts growing here, you typically want to diversify as much of your portfolio, primarily because you also want to start protecting the capital which you have accumulated over the years. And I think that's very important because um, coming to, to, you know, to what I mentioned about different stocks, different businesses, they behave differently. Um, when you diversify, it allows you to compensate for one one stock which might not have been doing well yeah. with others which might have been performing very well. So this mm. sort of reduces the ups and downs on your portfolio. Mm. And interestingly, according to research you know, by academic studies, um, it, it has shown that having a diversified portfolio of 25 stocks would allow you to reduce the amount of portfolio risk by more than 80%. So wow. just by having you know, a, 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 a wide mix of of different stocks in your portfolio 
allows you to have sort of that unquote unquote free lunch. I mm. mean, if you see many of the super investors like um, Peter Lynch, when he started in Fidelity's Magellan Fund, he was able to grow the fund from a million dollars, a uh, couple of million dollars fund to a billion dollars, tens of billion dollars of fund in Ooh. assets. And really his performance has been close to 30% a year. So beating the S&P um, 500 by a huge margin. And he really talked about, you know, other than looking for great businesses, one key factor here was that he was very well diversified. In fact, he diversified more than a thousand stocks in his fund. Oh my goodness. Um, even for Warren Buffett, where he runs Berkshire Hathaway, his investment firm, he don't just invest in pub- public listed stocks. So a lot of people, you know, when if you look at his history or his current portfolio holdings, a lot of his listed companies are concentrated in a handful of stocks. But if you realize, right, Berkshire Hathaway has over $900 billion of assets. Mm. And within this $900 billion of assets, half of it is in public listed stocks. The the other half is is actually in private businesses. So he actually diversifies his assets as well. So the key thing here, right, as we accumulate our capital, our savings, and we pour it into our investments, it makes sense to actually diversify it, Mm. um, you know, prudently here. Okay, interesting. Thanks for that, uh, Willie. Now then, we talk about you know the importance of diversification and how important. And like, I like you. I like that you brought up the analogy of uh, how twenty-five stocks alone would help you to uh, manage your risk by eighty percent, right? So then, how do we know when? a particular stock or one stock that we've invested in is a little too much or we've allocated too much of our portfolio into that one single stock. What is that? Is there a percentage number that we are allocating too much to? Okay, so great question then. And especially this is this is a great question for people who are starting, starting out investing. Yeah. So let's say if you're going to start out investing and you want to build a portfolio here today, mm. um, the, the quickest way which I would do, right, if I were in your shoes today and you know, answering my younger self when I first started would just be simply equal weighting all the stocks which I have in my portfolio. Okay. So that's the the quickest way. So say, for example, if you have a portfolio of 10 stocks, right? And let's say if you have $10,000 to put into these 10 stocks, Mm. I would put $1,000 into each of these stocks. And I wouldn't care, you know, whether I would put more or put less in any of this stock. And the reason why is because, number one, I might not be fully confident or have the strong conviction that one could actually perform very well. Or I might not know, right, if let's say the fundamentals of a certain company or the business didn't really go well, especially, you know, when I just started out investing. I might not have, you know, the, the, the... the, the full awareness of how the company fundamentals are and I might also make some mistakes, right? So when you're starting out, you know, it's also to cater for the mistakes or the early mistakes which you have right. um, when you start out investing. Mm, it's like what I say, don't put all your eggs into one basket, right? Spread it all out even. <laughs> now, Willie, we talked about how it's important to spread it all out, but is there ever a case where we over-diversify our assets? Um, I mean, why, how, how do we consider like when we start over-diversifying and maybe we should just stick to what we already have. Mm. So over-diversifying, if you see a lot of um, funds or mutual funds out there, what they typically do is they, they, they diversify across to a couple of hundred stocks. So they have a lot of stocks, even though the amount of assets which they have or they manage is not very big. Yeah. Um, and this really forces or sort of compromises the amount of performance which you have. Um, if you if, if you actually over-diversify or if you diversify too much, it sort of um, affects the amount of returns or the performance mm. on your portfolio or on the fund itself because number one, you might not be able to uh, fully 
um, enjoy the performance coming from a one of your alpha picks or one of your strong picks, for example. Mm. Even though, you know, sometimes over-diversification can help you to reduce the risk uh, because it could reduce the losses which you might actually come out from one of, let's say, your losers from the stocks. But um, for for the kind of risk acceptance, you know, it doesn't really make much sense to diversify too much into it. So yeah. moving into 100, 200 stocks uh, can be a bit too overwhelming sometimes. Mm. And on top of that, it can be very difficult or very hard to manage or watch closely um, the stocks which you own. And mm. that's also the next big problem you know, as an investor because um, as a retail investor myself, sometimes it's, it is also hard to monitor many, many stocks because I don't have a team of analysts to help me. Yeah. Because for me, I do all the analysts myself, um, do all the analysis myself. So mm. I have to actually closely monitor this stock positions, which yeah. means that I want to be very careful with the stocks which I am actually picking and putting in my portfolio. Or alternatively, you can turn to ETFs where they're tracking lots of different stocks out there for you as well. Now, Willie, now that we've you know, laid out all the important uh, factors with regards to diversification. What are some word of advice, you know, when it comes to beginner or like big, like investors who are just starting out and they are looking to diversify and then, you know, talk about, you know, what sectors they should be looking to, what, how should they be crossing borders as well, overseas, mar- overseas markets and talk to us about timeframes as well. Mm. What should we consider? All right. So I think it's very important to consider where you are in your life stage, right? If let's say if you are much older um, and you are also moving into retirement, um, you already have some capital which you already have and ready to actually deploy or invest, then what I would do is I would just go straight into building um, the diversified portfolio. You know, you can be looking at anywhere between 25 to 30 stocks and you can start off, right, by looking not just in the Singapore market, but, you know, in the other Asian markets and even in the US as well, where you have tens... You have thousands of stocks um, with all with some of the best businesses, some of the best global businesses listed in the US. So you can start off from these few markets. Okay. Now, if at a much younger age, let's say if you are, you know, you have just graduated, mm. or you have, if, if you're just early on in your career, so thir- thirteen years ago, you know, when I just started out investing, um, what what I have said to my younger self is. I have started off with just picking off with one market first yeah. um, since my capital might not be as big mm. or as big as say someone who's going to retire I'll probably pick one market which I'm comfortable with and start learning more about the market first start looking at the different sectors so I can actually diversify across into different sectors first in that one market before venturing out overseas and mm. you know as I get more income from my day job or from other sources of income and if I put it into my portfolio, then I can start looking into other markets as my capital grow bigger. So I can start anywhere, you know, from let's say five to 10 stocks. Yeah. And I can be looking in different sectors, not just uh, say banks or REITs, but I can be looking into consumers, healthcare, anywhere which you feel comfortable starting. Yeah. Um, you know, that's where you could actually have a starting point to build that portfolio up. Mm. And after all, I mean, at the lo- in the local markets, I think that's where we're more comfortable with as well. We know, I mean, we use the services there. We talk about banking. We talk about the places, the real estate as well. So it's a good starting point. Thanks a lot for that, Willie. Any other words of advice you have for, uh, or what would you like our listeners to take away from this topic of diversification? All right. Um, when it comes to diversification, um, start early, early as early as possible, even trying to experiment your portfolio. And the reason why is if you start early, Typically, the capital or the amount of money you put in is much smaller. Mm. So 
when you make the mistakes, the impact to your capital, to your money won't be as big. So mm. start as soon as possible when you're building this portfolio. Yep, it's never too early to start investing. That's you heard it you heard it right here first on uh, Money FM with Willie King as well. Thank you so much, Willie King, for this breakdown of uh, the importance of diversification as well. Now we will be posting this on our Omni or Spotify channel. So in case you missed that, head on over to that on your money and you will be able to get the latest details of the investment bites. Meanwhile, continue to keep it right here with us on Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.